Blog Talk Radio. Happy Sunday and welcome to Pink Slip, Taking Back Our Lives, Motivational Workshop featuring author Alethea Brown here at blogtalkradio.com. Good morning, all. I would like to welcome you to our first Spiritual Sunday episode with our Pink Slip taking back our lives motivational workshop today. Uh, The one thing that we want to do is start the new year off with some different types of variety of programs for you. So today is our first Spiritual Sunday. Um, For those of you that have been following us on Facebook, you're probably aware of our Spiritual Sunday uh, post. So today is actually our first Spiritual Sunday session of the Pink Slip Taking Back Our Lives Block Talk Radio Show. We greatly appreciate that you have, again, chosen our program for your listening pleasure today. So allow me to introduce myself to our newcomers. I am your host and speaker, Alethea Brown, and I'm also the author of Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author. i like to let everyone know that my objectives and goals with these segments is merely to provide alternative solutions to all of our everyday problems. And any of these comments that I make, today are based on my personal experiences as I continue on these journeys with you every week as well. I like to always say I don't just preach it or just teach it, I live it. These are and have been my struggles in my life's journeys too. So before we begin, I would like to take a moment just to say thank you to all our listeners. We've had over 5,275 listeners tune into our show, and I'd like to just say thank you for your continued interest and supported this program. I know I took a couple of months off towards the end of 2013, so, but I just want to actually get the 2014 going strong, and I will truly work hard to continue to inspire and motivate all that continue to tune in weekly, and I welcome any segment recommendations. You can always inbox me on Facebook. You can always find me on Facebook, Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author, Alethea Brown. So the, today's Spiritual Sunday segment is going to be a topic that I am certain is near and dear to all our hearts. While I was planning an episode for 2014, I began to think of all the changes in my life that has led to this journey, what has led to Pink Slip, um, Diary of Black Wolf, but what has led to this show, uh, and also the posts um, that I'm inspired to do on Facebook. The whole premise behind all of this is Overcoming adversity, all of the changes that you want to make in your life, the journeys that you're on. And today, in listening to uh, some gospel music first thing this morning, um, which is something that is done pretty regularly around here, um, a song came on and it inspired me to do today's show. So, And one of the phrases in the song was, you don't know my story. And I started thinking about that, like, really, a lot of us don't know people's stories. And so I wanted to go more in depth with my story. I know I speak of how I've overcome adversity, but I really haven't hit so much on the spiritual aspect of it. And so today I wanted to do that because, yes, a lot of you don't know my story, But today, I want to tell you, here is my story. And what I've overcome, this is what God has delivered me from. 
and a lot of people don't get that. Um, if you're not so outwardly religious, a lot of people think you don't have a spiritual being. And so today I wanted to put that story out there that everything that I know that I have accomplished, everything that I know I have come through wasn't my own doing. I have accepted the path that God has put me on, and I see it every day. I see it every day in the messages that I get from people on Facebook. I see it every day with just the things that inspire me. Just like today, just hearing that one phrase in that song, my heart opened up, and then I wanted to share more of my story with you all so that we all can share our stories together. So today, yes, we'll start the show if you don't know my story, but I'm going to tell you, Here's my story, and this is what God has delivered me from. I know some of the people that have regularly listened to the show from the very beginning know I started Pink Slip, Diary for Black Off, as a book because I was part of the big bank layoffs in 2007. I'd lost everything. I was unemployed for two years, a little over two years. It took me a year and a half, and I lost my home. I lost the home that I had, and I had lost our dream home that I had just built. So I lost everything. By 2010, my daughter and I were homeless. And I look back on that so much because I remember the first night that we were in this program, and it was called the Family Promise Program, and a lot of you hear me speak of this program because I still give back to this program. In fact, the first motivational workshop that I did for Pink Slip my heart took me back to that shelter to speak to the same single moms that were in the same program that I was in and letting them know they can walk away from that, you know, that they can rebuild their lives. So for me, that first night that we were in the program, sat down talking to one of the church members. They bought dinner. Um, We was in a program where every week a different church would host Um, all of the single moms that were in the program. And that first night we got there at the church, I remember this lady, Kathy Harris, I'll never forget her. Um, We're still in contact to this day. We sat down, we started talking, and, you know, I was telling her about what I do, you know, the type of jobs that I had. I mean, I was making over 80000 a year um, when I lost everything. So you don't know. And again, here's our topic. You don't know my story. And a lot of people look at people in a homeless situation. And some people say, oh, what did she do to get there? Was she on drugs? How did she lose all, you know, that she had? You don't know a person's story. You know, but when I spoke with her that night, somehow or another she felt inspired and motivated by me, whereas I was looking for inspiration and motivation for someone else. And I knew that I had a job, you know, pending to work for Wells Fargo and want to be my way to get out of the shelter. But this woman who had just met me, and I told her, confided in her that I had an offer letter, you know, for a contract position within Wells Fargo, and she says, you know, my husband works at Wells Fargo, I work at Wells Fargo. Turns out she was some type of VP to work there. They don't start to in two weeks. She gave me her car. She told me, to call her, and she would make sure that I got within Wells Fargo. And it was because she heard my story, and it reminded me of how much people can judge us. I have been a single parent since the day the doctor confirmed I was pregnant with my daughter. 
and she has been 21 years of blessing. For those of you that have probably followed my show, my daughter is 21 years old. She is a senior in college. She is graduating a semester early, and I couldn't be even prouder than that. But she's lived through these struggles, too, because her senior year of high school, even though she graduated a semester early from there, too, we were homeless. She had her own struggles that she had to go through, that we had to work through together to get where we are today. And her friends, a lot of them didn't know her story. But she overcame it. She overcame two near-death illnesses in high school and in college. And she still, because of the basis and foundation that we keep in our lives, I teach my daughter, you know, there is a spiritual being out there. There's a higher power out there. This is what pulls us through. This is what helps us get what we have to go through. We have learned in countless ways, that your sufferings are never in vain. There are circumstances that can test your faith. I know. I've been there. But don't let it take your faith away from you. You get from my shows. Don't let any circumstances take your spiritual essence or your faith away from you. Yes, I know there are times when we can go through trials and tribulations and we think that God has abandoned us, but I guarantee you, he never has. He never will. Don't compare your blessings to someone else. Don't think that because something appears to be going good in someone else's life, that means that they are doing something better than you are and their blessings are better. That's not true. Because sometimes false impressions can appear as though a person has blessings, and it's not. So don't miss out on your blessings worrying about what someone else's blessings may appear to be. We all have to go through different trials and tribulations. You have to decide which voice you're going to listen to. Because you can miss out on yourself. I have learned the hard way several times that when I start trying to go down my path the way I think I want to set things up, God shakes that up real quick. Like, that's not the direction that I have for you. That's not the destiny that I have. I look back on who I am today and who I was in 2007 and all that I thought I lost. I really didn't lose anything. Because if you were to ask me today, do I want to go back to that 80000 a year job? Um, no, I don't. God has a better plan for me. And it doesn't have a dollar sign on it, but what he has given me is a voice, a voice to share my story. And I would rather do that any day, every day, for $5 an hour than $80,000 a year. Because it makes me feel good. When you love what you do, there's not a dollar sign on it. Any rewards are a blessing within themselves. But when you love what you do, and I love doing this. I love writing. 
I love sharing my story. And as anyone that follows me will learn, every book I have written, every book that I will write will always be based on true experiences. I don't live within my imagination. Everything I write about is based on true experience. My first book, Been There, Done That, collection of short stories. Quiet as it's kept. Every last one of those stories are true childhood stories of my life. Everything I write is based on true experiences, not something I've seen someone else through, and I know that God is the only one that has pulled me through. Yeah, I walk around. I'm a proud black woman, and I made this through. I made it through because he helped pull me through. And I have learned to let him walk me in the directions that he wants me to go in, not in a direction that I want to go in. And as I sit here today and just knowing that this is a gift that he gives me, just to hear a phrase, you don't know my story, and to be able to share how my heart is filled up just by that statement, that's the future that he has for me. I know this now, and it's a blessing to have that ability to do this, to share that story. So when I say, you don't know my story, I have 21 years, so it just didn't start with Kingsley. Like I said, the day that I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter, I became a single mother, and it was not an easy road. Some of you may have listened in on our single parenting segment that we did back in October. That was one of our most powerful shows. We had both men and women um, representing single parenting on that show. And one of the things that I really didn't share as much was my daughter's father abandoned us when my daughter was four years old. Um, he left, that he'd be back in two weeks, and it took him all of seven years and some change to finally show back up again. And then he disappeared for another seven years. I have raised my child alone. I have been fortunate to have a dear friend, and for those of you that did listen to the Single Parenting Show in October, Andre Walker, wonderful photographer in New York, he has been my best friend. And you talk about God putting people in your life for a purpose or seasons and reasons. This man is in my life for seasons beyond seasons. It has been almost 30 years that we have been friends, and thanks to him, my daughter knows what it means to have a father figure in her life. But he has been the best friend. He motivates me. I am sitting here today as a published author because of his motivation and the friendship that he's provided me. And he's been there. He's known that, you know, I had to go on a homeless shelter when my daughter was two years old. You know, it had struggles with daycare. And, I mean, I don't even know how parents are doing it nowadays. I mean, I was paying $175 a week for child care. Child care was costing me more than my rent was when my daughter was growing up. It was a shock struggle. I worked two full-time jobs, you know, midnight shifts at Kinko's and an eight-to-five accounting job trying to pay both rent and child care, and it was a struggle. You know, a lot of us owe one paycheck from losing everything 
you know, they, we have this method. My mother used to call it robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know, we are all within that realm right now because we're still all recovering. So all of my different struggles that I've gone through, this wasn't the first time. You know, this was just a lifetime of different things that he has brought me out of, and, and I come out so much better be, because of it. I had a incident while I left New York. It's like I didn't want to raise my daughter. I, my life wasn't going the way I wanted to, and I thought it was me. I just got in this car and I drove. I got in this car and I drove. My daughter was five years old. We left New York in a 1988 Volkswagen Jetta that I bought from a gas station in Maryland for $150. It had over 100,000 miles on it. That car got me to and from Florida and New York four or five times before it broke down. But I got in that car with no air conditioning, and I drove, and I didn't get tired until I hit Tampa, Florida. I didn't know a soul in Tampa, Florida, anything. I just wanted to find somewhere that my daughter and I could start over again, just to get away from people that didn't mean us any good. And it meant even getting away from my parents at that time because even they were driving me crazy, you know, with just so much stuff. I was a single parent. I'm struggling with it. I'm dealing with it, you know. Any choices that I make at the age that I was at that time, I was 27 years old when I had my daughter, so I was in my 30s by the time she was five. But it was my life, my choices. I wanted to do what I felt I had to do to try to make find a better place for me and my daughter. So I drove. I got tired. I stopped driving in Tampa because I was tired. I was finally tired, and I pulled over. I didn't have enough money for the hotel. I didn't know anybody in Tampa, Florida. I went to a church. They told me about this transitional shelter for, you know, families and went there and the lady sent me away and said she didn't have any room for me or nothing and I went back out in the parking lot and I put my head on the steering wheel and I started crying and within minutes and this isn't I say this because you don't know when God is sending someone in your life for a purpose I'm sitting there in this car, in this state, in this city. I don't know nothing. I have a five-year-old daughter who's tired and hungry, and this lady knocks on my car window, and what she saw in the back window of my car opened up an opportunity. I was reading those chicken soup for the soul books, and it just so happened, so was she, did her to knock on my window. And, you know, she just wanted to comment that, you know, she was reading that book too. And she saw the tears in my eyes and she asked me what was wrong. And I told her my situation. And she says, get out the car and come back in with me. I'm going to get you a bed. Turns out that lady was the director of the, the transitional housing program that was in the facility. She took me right in there and... She got us a room. We had this private room, private bathroom, little transitional housing thing. We only had to pay X amount of money a month. She told me different places to go around and get around to these temp agencies to get a job. Inside of a month, me and my daughters were getting settled in our own apartment in Tampa, Florida. 
So you just never know when God is sending someone in your life and we're purposely sending them in your life for. There are so many different ways that we can count our blessings. You know, is some people don't understand this. This is why I give God praise and glory for all that he's delivered me from, and I do it maybe in ways that they wouldn't do it, but I know what he's delivered me from. I share that now. There are people who have been friends with me for years that may not even know how or what spiritual level that I'm on because of just a lot of people don't show and do the same things the same way. You know, and people are too judgmental and they make assumptions. And I think this is something that we all need to get out of the habit from because you never know. I have a friend that I met when I first came to Charlotte, and I did the same thing when I came to Charlotte. I had one cousin here in Charlotte. I've been in Charlotte February the 1st. We've made 14 years that I've been here. I loaded my car up with everything that I could, and I brought my daughter down here. And even despite the two-year unemployment, I have no regrets. The best decision I made for our lives was moving us here to Charlotte. I have no regrets. I had ups and downs, yes but no regrets. When I came to Charlotte, the first job I got, I was only able to make 35000 a year. Four years later, I was making 80000 a year. I had no regrets. No regrets whatsoever. But I say, let's not judge each other. If I don't go to church every Sunday, because you go to church every Sunday, doesn't mean I have any less spiritual beings than you doesn't mean that I don't believe in God as much as you. You know, I learned a long time ago that prayer is just as strong in the closet as it is in the church. So because I don't go to all the different sermons that you go to, I don't go to all the different church functions that you go to, it doesn't mean that I'm not a spiritual being. It doesn't mean I don't believe in God. and It doesn't mean I don't give him praise. It just means I do it in a different way from you. And there are a lot of other people out there. And we, for those of us that call us Christians, we need to remember that we're not the ones that are supposed to judge. We have to remember that. A lot of us tend to forget. So I always say, if you don't know my story, these are the things that God has delivered me from. And there are so many people out there that have stronger stories than I do. Yes, I've struggled with homelessness, raising, trying to raise my daughter by myself. You know, but I, I think I did a pretty good job. I think God brought me through it. But he made me a stronger person because of it. You know, but there are women out there that are single mothers. Not only are they struggling with homelessness, they're struggling with drug addictions, you know, all these other different things. And they have their stories too. And they're doing just as good, maybe even better than I am. But let's not judge them. Let's look at them and know we don't know their story. You know, but take the time and we'll find out what God delivers them from too. Delivers us all from something. doesn't matter what level it is. He delivers us all from whatever our trials and tribulations are. Sometimes some people's storms last longer than ours because they're still going through their storm. You made it through yours. Don't judge them. You don't know their story. You know? God is 
a God of mercy. And if you trust him, he will deliver you from all your trials and tribulations. I solely believe that. You know, this is my testimony. I pose to all of you, what is your testimony? Share your blessings. We all need that additional motivation sometimes from our family, friends, and peers. We have learned to accept that certain circumstances can shake and test a person's faith. We've already said that. But we also have to remember to never compare what you think someone else's blessings is to what you think your blessings should be. Because the reality is we don't get to dictate what our blessings should be. Prime example, I have been determined to get build me a brand new home based on the home that I lost back in 2007. That's all I've been trying to do since I got out of the shelter. Uh, March 16, 2010 is when my daughter and I moved out of the shelter into an apartment. I moved out of that apartment December the 11th of 2013. I had no intentions initially when I moved into that apartment from staying in an apartment that long. My goal was I wanted a new house. I'm going to build me a new house in the direction I was supposed to take. So got to look at what your blessings are. I didn't get my new house. Instead, God sent me to a new apartment complex, brand-new apartment, just built. We're the first ones to live in it. So, yeah, technically, my blessing was I did get a new home. I had to look back on it and see, and this is what I'm thankful for. The apartment that we were in, you know, yes, I was grateful. The property manager there was, you know, very kind and considerate to me and my daughter when we moved in. He understood my situation. You know, he gave me breaks beyond breaks of getting everything situated, um, you know, in the apartment and getting settled in and allow me to pay deposits, you know, and installments. Not a lot of people would do that these days. But something touched his heart and he did that for us. The apartment had issues. The apartment had, you know, mold issues and all these other different issues that, you know, caused some health concerns for me and my daughter. But in the end, the reality was, we had worse. We had been worse. Mine as bad as we thought it was. And it served its purpose in our life. And then it was time for us to move on. The door opened up to get a new home. It wasn't a new home that I thought I would build, but it was a new home that was built, and now we get the benefit from it. So you have to count your blessings. Again, I always say, if you don't know my story, it's my story. This is what God has delivered me from. So all prayers can be answered. You just have to know what you're looking for, whether or not if it's what you need or is it what you want. We always think we know what we need, but we're always given. It's, it's reverse. It's, we say, oh, this is what I need, and in reality it's what you want. We're given what we need. And a lot of times it's not what we thought we wanted. And then when we reflect on it, we see that we're counting our blessings. That you appreciate it. So today, I leave you with this. You don't know my story. I don't know yours. 
But these are some of the things that God has delivered me from. God answers prayers. He is a God of mercy. If you trust him, he will deliver you from all your trials and tribulations. What is your testimony today? Share it. Share your blessings. We all need additional motivation sometimes. Remember that as you go through your day today, that someone else out there may be struggling more than you. Count your blessings. My final note to you, I urge you to follow your dreams and live your best life until our next well day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me today on this journey. And I will talk to you all. Wellness Wednesday starts again this week on January the 15th. And we will discuss Martin Luther King that he has left behind. Have a blessed one. Spiritual Sunday. Thank you.